0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
2: Up and down the country there are spies in hedges of training complexes and stadiums trying to catch a glimpse of who may be arriving or departing a club. And despite that being a tempting proposition, Nathan, Cam and I have decided our time will be better spent with a brew in hand, chatting all about the Stags and whatever will be, will be. This is the Mansfield Matters Podcast. Coming up this week, four points for Flitcroft's men, three goals for George Grant, technically two new additions this far and only one departure. We'll hear from Stags' new boy, australian
3: turned welshman turned Liverpudlian, and Gethin Jones. Well, obviously, as soon as I see Mansfield, uh, we're interested. I, I couldn't say no to that. I know the players that are here, there's big players that have come here and from a higher level than Fleetwood uh, to progress to Mansfield um, and obviously just wanted to come and play football. And as Ryan
2: Sweeney makes his loan deal a permanent move in a two and a half year deal, boss David Flickcroft can't
4: contain his excitement. I wanted to do Swindon probably after two weeks of working with him, you know. And uh, Greg's worked really hard on getting it over the line for us. And um, again, you know, the chairman supported us in that. But you know, to pull off, you know, free transfer, there's a sell-on fee obviously in there. And, uh, and like I said, absolute credit to Stoke, the way that they've, uh, you know, Mark Cartwright and, and the way they've handled it. But I think they felt it was the right football club for him. The transfer window is
2: about to slam short as February edges closer. We are Mansfield Town a world away. From inappropriate Twitter photos, but another week and another step closer to dreams coming true. Have your say in the comments now if you're watching the live feed. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Let's get the show underway. going to close very very shortly indeed have Mansfield Town got enough in the ranks to make it all the way to League 1 and as Ryan Sweeney makes his loan move permanent we're asking tonight are you pleased to see that deal done and are you happy with the SAGs transfer activity? This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, a show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield matters. Good evening to you. Hello, good, well, good, whatever time it is. It could be morning, it could be afternoon if you listen to the audio version of this. Uh, my name is Craig Priest. Alongside me tonight, the man who's been with me for the last two weeks. And to be fair, it's been a relatively entertaining two weeks, yeah, thanks, uh, Mr. Man. Nathan Edge. Yeah. And tonight we welcome back Cam Felton. So, obviously, the entertainment value shot all the way Sorry, in. sorry guys. honest, no, with the results recently. I think I might just stay away more often. I mean, it mean, doesn't have to necessarily be the bad, a, good, a good result. I mean, you can just. now. I'm only joking. It was an absolute pleasure to have you back with us. If um, we weren't on camera, or... well, that's it. You can try, but then you'd yeah. have to walk home. Don't mess, don't mess <laughs> yeah, in don't don't yes, no, this weather, yeah, exactly. Uh, plenty to talk about tonight: transfer incomings and outgoings. Uh, four points on the road. George Grant on fire, and chairman tweeting and Instagram, Instagramming photos. No, not that photo. The one of Caroline and Lindsay Lohan on the beach. Lindsay Lohan is a stag. Happy days. Why not? It's why not. <laughs> uh, where do we start? So I, I feel like because it's been me and Nathan for the last two weeks, if I don't start with you, I'm going to turn them a back to you and it's just going to be me and Nathan again. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to come to you, Cam, because it might be the only word oh that you get in. Three. It, it <laughs> might, it might, you might get in tonight. And um, obviously you've been away for the last couple of weeks. It's been a busy January so far. What have you made of it? It's been interesting. I, I just... I don't
5: understand half this transfer window, it's like we link with this person and this person and then we get somebody that we didn't have a clue about and I think it's been good window, considering we've not really had anyone going out other than Callum Butcher we expected Omari to go out on loan, and they were still on the bench. <laughs> He's not, not even on the bench. Isn't Under 18th bench. Am yeah, I asking that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I? So well, there were some expectancies, but there's been quite a few surprises. And obviously, over the week, we've been talking on the, the the group chat and talking about who we want to sign permanently. After <coughs> Gethin Jones came in, and we got what we wished for, which was Ryan Sweeney on a permanent. So. Yeah,
2: let, let's start there, obviously. Ryan Sweeney starting this week. If you want to get involved, if you're watching the live feed at the moment, then, of course, feel free to do so. Drop us a comment uh, in there. Any comments or any questions that you want to ask or say about the stakes, feel free to do so. This is as much your show as it is ours. Uh, John says, hi, guys. Got man flu, feeling rubbish. Hope you're all well. Uh, and Roger says, evening, lads. Uh, evening to you both. Get in touch in the comments now if you've got anything to say uh, about your team Particularly starting uh, with Ryan Sweeney. So Let's start there. Eighth, obviously, um, when Gethin Jones, the Welshman slash Australian slash Liverpudlian, uh, came in this week, um, obviously. Uh, we, were, we had the six loan players but as Cam said we were talking in the group chat about who we'd like to sign and almost instantaneously uh, Sweeney was the, the name on everyone's lips and lo and behold just prior to the Forest Green game which actually managed to get 90 minutes um, surprise to us all we managed to get that deal done and what a probably what a great be- piece of business that has, that will prove to be
6: yeah I mean we, we needed it really um, when obviously we announced the uh, loan signing of, of Jones uh, like you said we something had to be done and my worry was I mean it, it is a great signing but my worry was does that mean one of the uh, you know the other five players that we had on loan was one of them going to go back uh, I couldn't see it happening because uh, obviously three of them uh, sorry two of them had just come in as in Grant and uh, Jose uh, well and Smith sorry uh, and then you've got Walker who you know obviously we're not going to send back uh, so only left Sweden, uh, you know uh, yeah Sweden. so I was sort of thinking Scott can go one way or the other Are we going to send him back Or are we going to uh, Do the unthinkable and, and sign him And I thought It would be a fee involved But to get him on a free transfer What a uh, You know What a Fantastic
2: piece of business uh, We've done there And if we think in In terms of like Building for the future As well Come looking beyond this season Touch wood As long as nothing goes wrong Stags are going to be Fingers crossed Horseshoes and all that playing in, in League One next season, touch wood, fingers crossed, etc, etc. So what David Flitcroft now needs to start to do is looking beyond this season and get a squad capable of competing that le- at that level. And if you look at Ryan Sweeney's CV and his past history, he, he has got that.
5: Oh, yeah, definitely. You, you pick him out as one of the, by far, one of the key players this season. The consistent performance is going to really say he's had one game, and I think that won't dodgy game and I think that was probably Carlisle away but even then he took a kick to the face after about 15 minutes I think that put him off at rest at game but I can't honestly say he's done anything particularly dodgy it's not been anything particularly bad so I think considering where he's come from as well I think it's fantastic that we've managed to get him on a free but I think it's more important that we've got a good centre off that's also a young centre-half and just wish we'd got him tied down maybe a little bit longer than two and a half because I presume there'll be some sort of release clause in there or something because he's going to definitely be a a highly rated player come August when we're when other teams are looking around for new players
2: there's certainly a sell-on fee involved and state will benefit from from it down the line at some point but uh, I think for me, Ned, I don't know about you, but in terms of getting him and his signature done, obviously build up the future, as we'll hear from David Flickcroft later, both him and Matt Preston are good assets for the club, and in two or three seasons' time, in maybe two seasons' time, we could possibly be commanding a fee for both of those players to go on and, and play at a, at a higher level. Well, I think in his, um in one of
6: his interviews in the last, I can't remember, in this last week at some point, I don't know when it was, uh, but Flickroft did say that one of his goals were in the summer was to bring the age down of the squad. Um, you know, he wanted to get these young players and, and talented players, you know, in in the squad and in, in the team because they, at the end of the day, they're assets. Um, so, you know, like you say, you know, if you've got these players who have got to be good enough to help us get get promotion, but then promotion adds value to the to the team. Those players have got to be good you know, to get there. Uh, but like I say that you know, one day, you know, we, we'd love to see us, you know, get promotion and get you know one day get to the championship. That's the ultimate goal for us. And you know, down the line, we'd love to see them come go there with us. But if they don't, uh, you know, if we don't get there, you know, you like to think they go there, but but for a good price. And that's what we need. We need, you know. You, we, we're doing so much off the pitch but we've got to now start making profit off of players as well and we've not really done that in the past we've let players go off on a free and things like that we've done business the wrong way but I think we're now
2: doing it the right way which is only a positive Keep your comments uh, coming in tonight I've got the phone uh, here so I can uh, try and keep up with all your comments as usual you've been absolutely fantastic uh, for us over the last couple of weeks keeping me and Nathan uh, on our toes just because Cam's back don't let that, uh, that stop you keep these uh, comments coming in we've just put a poll on our live feed as well so if you're watching the live feed uh, you can get involved with this i'll ask Cameron and nathan for their votes in a second uh, as it is of course transfer deadline day there is mm, what what are we on now six uh quarter to seven quarter to eight quarter to nine quarter to ten quarter to eleven yeah. there's four hours 15 minutes as uh, as we as we are, as we should we, speak should we try at the and to stay online until no, no, I'm no. not doing that because we're not going to sign. But I'd personally, I think we're going to sign If if, if yeah. we were like <laughs> rumored to be signing about ten players, I think I'd be I'd be tempted. But uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I am. We are asking tonight. Do the stakes need to add one more before the window shuts? Two options: yes or no. I'm going to start with with Cam. Would you? If you were David Flickroth, if you were Dave would you be knocking on Greg Abbott's door if he has a door um, and saying I need one more player yes or no
5: uh, no I, th- I think we've got enough to see us through especially with the, the quality that we've got and the depth that we have got in the squad now got cover in pretty much every position now and we've also got the young lads, young professionals on the bench that are also ready to ready and rearing to
2: go. Nath, what about you? Would yours be a yes or a no? Was it need or want? Uh good question. I think that's open to interpretation. <laughs> do you want it word for word? Yeah I do, yeah. Do Go the ahead. stags need to add one more before the window shuts? So in, in, in this particular poll, word for word it's need if you're being need, pedantic. Okay, I'm gonna be pedantic, yeah. So, so if, it might we, be. If, if we need cameras back, you play <laughs> that's it you're getting up on me now, you're more my
6: friend last week. <laughs> if we need one, I'm gonna say no. I I think we're I think we're good. And I don't I and I I I like how we've been a, a small, tight squad. Uh, you know over the over the season and I don't not saying one player is going to make a big difference as in upset the squad but I just think we've already added a few we haven't let that many go so I think it's good, good as it is and I think like Cantor we've probably got enough quality to uh, to be competing to
5: see, you know, to see us to the end I'm too. going to agree and, and
2: say no we don't get your uh, votes in another
5: thing is that we've got two players that are on the fringe of coming back in Alex MacDonald and David Murphy. Murphy played a full 90 in the reserves recently. Badly. Badly, but... They, so they lost they, 6-0. They were a very... <sighs> it's the only thing about playing them sort of teams. They are very, very, very good teams. We had a first team. I, you know, I that's a different thing, but anyway. But, I hope Geffen Jones wasn't the right uh, right back then as well. That, whoever they tried. No, it, I it, know. he wasn't. No. That's not right then. <laughs> no. But... That was always going to be a tough game. Not only was it the conditions, but playing a team that's two divisions higher, and they play a strong team, a, a relatively strong team that would... I feel like we've deviated from the point
2: here. Yeah? But I we're all going the, to the, point, the
5: point is that they've got the minutes... Uh, Murphy's got his minutes under his belt, so you could probably say what he's maybe two weeks away from maybe being bench-ready if we needed to call up him. Because obviously uh Gibbo's still out at is he still out at Boston I think so yeah i'm not sure. I'm not seeing anything about him being recalled but uh, so we've on. got we've got another sense back there Alex
2: Mcdonald can't be that far away It's what maybe he told me last Saturday that he was ten days away from training, so you could probably say what two. Two weeks, three weeks. So that's next middle of next week. Won't be yeah. back in training. Well, two so weeks, we're three weeks. Two, three weeks before, before his match. Match ready or yeah. match or bench Zers. ready. Yeah.
5: yeah. So we've got players coming back. So I don't, I don't think we need it. And you think the the quality that Maka brings to the team and and the the steadiness that Murphy brings as well in, in the defence as well I, I don't think we really I think anyone. we absolutely
6: midfield we're set anyway I, I think even when Macker is back he's a great player to have back but I don't think he's going to he's going to get straight into the team we've got I, I don't know I won't put him in front of anybody who's in there at the moment Let's I think obviously so we've, we've had the bad news about Grave and I think that's the only really concerning part is obviously he's out for the the
2: rest rest of the the season season. we'll come on to that a a little bit more in a minute I just want to get a few of these comments before I I lose them (laughs) as I inevitably do Uh, Callum says looking forward to Macca being fit again Uh, Roger says very pleased with the boy Grant he's added a a, a great dimension to the team and is key to the Stags running Uh, the Sweeney signing is obviously fantastic Uh, Joe says Sweeney on your free is a cracking signing Macca being back will be like a new signing I don't think we need a new signing as the squad does seem Balance, but obviously, it depends on Walker and others not getting injured. Uh, Tom says we don't need a sign in, but if there is something that adds to the quality of the squad, it's always worth looking into. Uh, John says he's happy with the balance that we have. Um, Rod, as does uh, Roger, he says happy with the squad, no more in for me. Uh, Steve, uh, he's been in touch and says uh, depends on not that's not not Steve Steve not not him not oh, like uh, down at Job Centre he's at he? Job yeah, Centre. <laughs> uh, he says that uh, depends on any outgoings. What if C- what if CJ or maybe Danny Rose goes? Um, getting very 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 late for them to go now. I would have expected if there was going to be a movement that that would have happened by now. It'd be big money if they do go now as and well. very big money at this stage as, as you say, Nick. Uh, and Roger says that uh, Maka should be ready towards the end. February from what Craig has just uh, commented uh, fingers crossed although it does seem to, be, to have uh, the odd set I think he's had two or three setbacks now yeah. from when he's been in that position so fingers crossed for him. Uh, keep your comments coming in and keep voting on that poll as well do the Stags need to add any more in? Would you like to see us add any more in and if so uh, in what position? Uh, let's talk about um, the, the squad balance on a whole at the moment because obviously the one bit of transfer news we have had uh, today is Callum Butcher leaving for Dundee United. He's he's uh, off. He's obviously not alone. He's, he's, he's gone. Um, indifferent one, really, isn't it? Because for me, he's never really had the real opportunity to shine and grab a place. But when he has played, he's performed.
5: He has. But I suppose, as Flick seen it, as well, we play. He's only really played reserves, and we've only ever really played cup matches, and we've not we've not played the exact same style of football in the like the Czech trade or the the Carabao Cup as what we have in the league it's always been very tight and very passive move whereas in the Cups it's been a little bit more direct so Dave's obviously weighed his options up maybe not seeing him fitting in and I can't imagine him being on a, a little budget, a, a little wage, considering where, where he came from when we signed him. And who signed him? And who signed him? Um, so another another paycheck off the books.
2: So I guess the thing, is, as well as Nathan, obviously with Flickcroft has used many phrases over his uh, tenure as <laughs> stage boss as we know Um some more come out this week as well um, but what he seems to be talking about a lot this week is balance and squad balance about reducing the average age in the squad and balancing the numbers and you said an interesting thing to me just as we, we got out of the car um, why are you pushing me into moving track? no um, which was if there are going to be any more movement it's more likely to be outgoings than incomings because of squad balance elaborate yeah absolutely
6: just what I sort of read from his uh I think it was his post-match comments at Forest Green, if I remember right, or Tramia, one or the other. Uh, but he did say, obviously, he wants to balance the squad, and to me, that doesn't necessarily sound like it's necessarily incoming. So, I mean, if ne- they're not, not going to say we're not going to have any more players in, because like someone pointed out on the, on the comments, if the right player comes available, that's going to improve you. You're obviously going to take it. But um, at the end of the day, we've still got, um, you know, we've still brought in more than what's gone out so far hope I'm right with that I think I am off the top of my head um so you know and, and a lot of some of these players are still like you just pointed out the players that come under Steve Evans probably on a high wage packet and you know Butcher was a an okay player he's shown you know wasn't a bad player to have, the, have on the bench I don't you know when he came on I never thought oh here we go I thought you know he might offer something different but if he was on a decent wage packet then is he value for, for you know for money and um, probably not. And I, I, I trust Dave's, uh, you know, Dave's judgment. They see him week in, week out of training. So obviously, it probably wasn't right. And I, I just think for me, we're doing the right thing. We've got, we've got a broad in quality. We've got a nice balanced squad. Probably could do with one or two. Well, probably one more leaving. Who we, we know is on quite a high wage. That probably is never going to play a part. So. um but I think we're doing the right thing. I, I, I'm
2: not too. I'm not concerned if we don't sign anybody. Is it a question of being top heavy in that position, Cam? Because you look at obviously when George Grant came in, we had to let Elchnick go back. We terminated his loan. Obviously there was a bit of the fact that we can only put five in the squad, and it was it was the six, the five and six situation. But also it was position positionally. And now if you look at in terms of pecking order, you look at obviously George Grant playing in there Danny Rose is going to play in in that position it would seem more of now he seems to be doing that a little bit more Um, Otis Khan you've still got in there Mellis who can play in there when McDonald comes back or McDonald when McDonald does come back we're very top heavy in that position is that another reason why Dave has probably let him move on for the the sake of his career
5: yeah because it's nothing worse than being stuck on a bench in League 2 because you think with a player like that, you don't... Because if you sit on the bench, you, there's only one way you're going, and that's, that's non-league most of the time. You look at... Uh, i trying to think of someone like Alfie Potter, for example, spent a lot of time on the bench end of last season. Yeah, had now. Well, he, he was. I
2: don't know if he's yeah. still there. is more of a mess than Notts County Chesterfield. Not, chest Same not like quite sure about that. <laughs> anyway... Um,
5: it's it's just the way that football is if you get stuck on a bench in League 2 unless you are a real talent and just n- unfortunate you're not really going to go any higher you're probably going to end up dropping down and for a player like Callum Butcher he doesn't want to be sat on the bench he wants to be playing regular football and still going to the equivalent of non-league oh no I can't say that if anyone's got actually watching I'm joking Oh, he's, he's not joking <laughs> <But> it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's still um still a decent standard of football he's still going to be playing regular football we'd hope so if it it helps him in his career then let's hope that letting him go is a good thing and obviously
2: no news on whether we have got a fee for him or not I presume there will be something involved otherwise it would have said free free, yeah. free transfer yeah. well I tend to go on the judgement that in, if it doesn't say free transfer in an article there is fees involved mm. somewhere down the line keep the uh, comments uh, coming in tonight if you're watching on the live feed if you're not come and join us every Thursday at 6.30 come on Cam you're back ish thank you Nathan's that's to it for the last two weeks You've because you, you've not been in ish is your that's, that's your thing there was too much of a pause there yeah but it's that good you, I make you wait for it that's it <laughs> always leaving wanting more that's it uh, keep the comments uh, coming in as we say uh, Mark says uh, talking about uh, the squad balance looks at the moment that we are going with what we have uh, barring injuries what will be will be after tonight Um, talking about Callum Butcher Roger says performed a lot better this season but not just not quite good enough to get in permanently a decent player nonetheless Um, Sue bird has been in touch says good evening boys from Kevin Sue good evening to you hope you're well Um, Pete's been in touch and says my only worry is Bishop he's one bucking away from a two match ban and he's been crucial this season do we rely on Atkinson to fill in, yes, Atkinson's class. Um, God, don't let Shelley. In, you say that. And, uh, Roger also says shows the quality of Scottish football compared to the English leagues. Leagues, no disrespect. Now let's talk about that Bishop situation because uh, again, another booking. Then it is obviously a too much. Too much ban for a lot of suspensions and bookings for, for Neil Bishop this season. Um, could even be t- longer than that if he gets injured or if Mellis gets injured or anyone in that position. Do we have enough? cover in there for me it depends a when that happens because you've got McDonald coming back in as you say you've got atkinson who can play in there you've got you know other players who can sit in there george grant i know he's not uh, that central midfielder but he has played there and can play there I think we've got enough cover. Mace, what about you? Or are we light in that area? No, if he was anywhere on
6: the pitch, that it was going to happen. That's probably the one place you want it to happen. That's where we've just been talked about having the most players there. So, so uh, it would be a blow just we? because the player, Bishop is. <coughs> you know the job he does and his his quality and the thing that he brings. He just brings up something completely different to what any other player can bring to the team. So. Obviously, it'll be a blow,
2: but we we will have cover there, and it's not it's not the end of the world. Uh, Paul's been in touch and asks, uh, looking forward to Maka's comeback. But the question is, who do we drop to fit him in the team? We don't. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I will come to you in a minute because I think that's, a, that's a, for me. It's a good answer. I love Maka, uh, great player, but at the minute, it's, it's not going to get in there. But Cam, if you had to if you had to say right this person has got to come out to accommodate McDonald who would it be I wouldn't say took him straight out of the team completely I'd probably change it
5: like maybe once every two weeks so I'd probably say Mellis Nath well what I said you you, you
6: don't unless we're saying we have to Uh, he's got to he's got to work his way back in there we know his quality and but so is everyone else that we've got chronic well, pain and
2: they're in form whereas unfortunately he's
6: been injured and that's just that's football that's it's the same
2: with H's Khan, really isn't it you know he was starting at the start of the season got injured and never really been able to capture the form which we were which were promised and now you know you've you've gone up almost like two levels in, in bringing George Grant into the same positions if sometimes the injuries as horrible as they are yeah. sometimes they do force you to the back of the queue
6: yeah and I think uh, at the start of the season you'd have thought I oh, just can't have been the first name on the team sheet because he was a big signing for us but uh, you know at the moment I'm quite happy to see him on the bench and you know we, we know he's still got the point there but it's Susan form. and at the end of the day it wouldn't be fair on any of those players who are you know playing at the moment and playing well and you know, putting everything in it's not, yeah. You know, it's not like any of them being lazy or anything like that. Everyone's putting in a shift, in so they don't deserve to be, chucked out. However, if uh, Maka comes in, you know, obviously he's worked hard to fire with his injury, which is great. Uh, get his fitness back and comes off the bench and starts putting in performances, and you know, then those players who are on the pitch, they've, they've got to be on the toes because it's that competition for places. Then so. Um, so yeah I think that's got to
2: be his way back in really keep those uh, comments coming in in the live feed we'll get to some more of them shortly time now though to uh, take a bit of a break so we can finish the tea get the sweets out and hear from uh, one of two Stag signings this week obviously the stag signed fullback Gethin Jones on loan from Fleetwood on Monday which meant at the time the Stags had six low knees, but can only have five in the matchday squad. It's that old 6-5 conundrum again. What we needed was to make one of the low knees permanent. And what better one to make permanent than the man who's been at the heart of the best defence uh, which we've had for many a season, until uh, Town's Ryan Sweeney. Let's hear from the Stags' new permanent edition, uh, Ryan Sweeney, speaking after Tuesday's one or draw with Forest Green Rovers here is Ryan Sweeney
7: the gaffer put it to me um, sort of last month, the back end of the last month about it, and um, you know I was really interested. You know, um, you know, working with with him and Fuchs day in day out. You know, I feel like I'm in, I'm improving. Um, you know, especially the way the way he's got us set up, and um, you know we're, we're solid at the back. Um, so so yeah, no, it was something I was really really excited about, and um, you know just I was buzzing when when it got done today, and um, you know we move forward, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, like I said, I thought that's I think that's all down to the. the you know all the management um, you know the environment that um, he set us up in you know all, all the boys as well um, you know it's, like I've said many times before it's it's, uh, it's an easy side to, to come into and um, you know everyone knows their roles um, everyone knows their responsibilities on the pitch and um, you know it was just one of them you know try, try and give 100% every game and um, you know I've, like I've said I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time and I'm really looking forward to it when I come in um, you know I knew the gaffer had assembled a good side to challenge at the right end of the of the the table and um You know, we're sitting in a in a good position in the table. Um, We've we've set it up nicely for the for the back end of the season. You know, the last few months. So, so yeah. No, I'm I'm delighted about it's gone. Um, You know, you always want more. You always want to do better. You always want to keep pushing and um, striving to be the best you can. And um, you know, I'm I'm really really excited about um, the prospect of of the next two and a half years. That's another thing that um, you know attracted me to the to the football club. You know, I've set in settled in really well in the area. You know, and um, and yeah. No, like I said um I'm, I'm delighted to be here and um you know under the under the management you know I've I've really enjoyed my time and um yeah, it's just one of those things as well. Like I said, that's that's another thing that attracted me here, you know, settling in. So, so yeah, it's been, it's been very good.
2: Last defender Ryan Sweeney speaking after Tuesday's one-all draw at Forest Green. We'll talk about that a little bit later on uh, as well after signing a two-and-a-half-year deal on a free transfer from Stoke. He spoke then, eighth, about the impact David Flitcroft had, has had on him so far this season. Every player seems to speak positively about Flickcroft don't they it just goes to show what a difference man management can really make to to your game because when Sweeney came in obviously there were big hopes for him at Stoke he played at League One level with, with Bristol Rovers and had this experience about him but dropping down to League Two level I imagine he himself might have been wondering what the future held for him still managed to get his appearances for you know the Republic of Ireland under 21s and what have you but he seems to now have invested in a manager who he believes can take him and the club further up the leagues
6: yeah I mean for for players like Sweeney and you could even throw in uh, the other players who are known as well you know your Tyler Walker uh, Smith Granty they're all young players Preston is still pretty young isn't he CJ we've got a lot of youthful players there that they've got a yeah, they they go. You know, obviously give it all for Mansfield Town, and they will want to go places with us right now. But they've also got to think of their long term career and having a management team there to help them develop as a player. Um, you know, that's what they they need to hear, and that's what they they need to see. And I think you see the the difference it actually makes. So one, you see the progression in players themselves and individuals. You see Javon and how come on and. Uh, you know Tyler Walker's and etc but you've also got the other side of things where how, how they feel and how happy they are at the club and obviously as we heard earlier this month Tyler Walker's been speaking positive which has helped get uh, Jordan Smith and, um, and, and Grant into the club so he's obviously doing the right things which is obviously what you, what you want from a manager that's what a manager is all
2: about Time to hear from him let's uh, hear what he thinks about the signing of uh, Ryan Sweeney Get ready, publishers of the book of Dave, because there are some more flickcroft belters about to come your way. Let's hear from the Stags manager as he reflects on the signing not just of Ryan Sweeney, but first the lone edition.
4: Of Jones. With the Aidan White, it, it does floor you, um, and as well, it gives us an opportunity with with Aiden to to play as a right back, a right wing back, and, and at right centre half that he's, he stepped in really well uh, when he's when he's been asked to and needed. So we had to find, you know, someone who's been taught uh, as a back, He's an adventurous fullback. You know, he plays with ambition. He plays with aggression. He's someone that we've we've looked at for quite a while. Obviously up in the north, um, went to Barnsley and went to, to Fleetwood. He's not been catching up. Woods so um, you know gives us an opportunity to get him and he suits what we're trying to do, you know, either from a wing back or a full back and it gives us an opportunity now with a with a definitive full back in the um in the in the squad and in the team to be able to change it up if we need to change the shape up at times. Stokes has been brilliant, you know, um and, and uh, Ryan's agent has been has been good. Uh Sweenes went went to Bristol Rovers and, and, and the first the first loan spell sort of worked, but the second one didn't, and you know he's found a home here. And million percent. The lads love him in the dressing room. Um, he's a leader you know, six foot five, left footed. Um, he really balances that side off. I think he's had a really good season. He's been excellent. And, uh, you know, I wanted to reduce the, the age of the squad from, from when I took over. Um, that was, you know, something that we outlined from day one, getting Matty Preston and Sweens in. Probably after about the first month, I knew that I wanted to work with him and, and try to improve him. But I see us I see as, as we've we've established now some assets in the team, you know, and, uh, and I see Ryan as an, an asset to the football club. I see Matty Preston as, An asset to the football club, you know, with his with his age and his dynamic capabilities and power. I wanted to do Swains probably after two weeks of working with him, you know. And uh, Greg's worked really hard on getting it over the line for us. And um, again, you know, the chairman supported us in that. But you know, to pull off you know a free transfer, there is a sell-on fee obviously in there. And uh, and like I said, absolute credit to Stoke the way that they've uh, you know Mark Cartwright and, and the way they've handled it. But I think they felt it was the right football club for him um, for Ryan to come to and the right management staff to work with and um, you know it's it's it's, yeah it's just it's showing progress that's what it's showing you know uh, young good asset for the football club and um, it's up to me now to keep developing and keep making him better but he's a good student he wants to get better loves training
2: David Flickcroft there reflecting on the uh, additions of Gethin Jones and of course uh, Ryan Sweeney on that two and a half year deal uh, after that game at Forest Green we'll hear from him again in the next ten minutes or so as we reflect on the two games over the weekend obviously the victory over Tranmere and of course the one all draw at Forest Green on Tuesday night he spoke there can though about uh, progression uh, learning and uh, business, great business for the football club among other things as well how much of a a good thing is that now because I, I don't know about you but for me for a long time we've only really focused on the here and now in terms of getting players in we get them in and they, uh, we get the use out of them and we spit them out and, and they're gone but now it feels like not only are we getting the use out of them but we're also positively or possibly in the future going to get something back for, for that reward as well
5: uh, I'll say before we'd have players that had come in and can you really think of anyone that we've sold for big money we haven't have we exactly you think matt green was went for free who else has gone for sam Clucas didn't go we got a decent sell on but he didn't go for all that much so um -hmm. hopefully learning his lessons and got a few sell-on clauses in there if, or release clauses or just something to back us up in the future because not only have we got a to think about business side of making money from not only fans coming in money being spent at the club but we have also got to think we can't sustain the club without getting transfer fees you look at someone like Exeter who have heavily invested in youth and play a lot of their youth players and then you think what they've sold them for uh ethan Ampadu, ollie watkins just to name a few have gone for decent money and now they're getting more i can't remember who it is another stocklist one, yeah. another one's gone for big money <coughs> but they're planning ahead for the future so i think we need to start
2: trying to do something similar we need to be starting looking ahead Well, let's uh, look ahead on the pitch and look back actually on the pitch as well over the last uh, couple of uh, days or so, couple of games or so. Four points from the last two games, Nate, would you have taken that at this time last week when we were talking? Yeah, I can't remember if I said that on the podcast actually, but I know I
6: did privately afterwards. Um, I I said I'd certainly be happy with four points given the, the, the,
2: the team that we were playing. And obviously the it was a 3-0 win over Tranmere and then a 1-0 draw at Forest Green on, on Tuesday, Let's reflect a little bit on the 3-0 win over Tranmere to start off with, and I guess that it, it just shows the level of professionalism we have in us to just go and take those chances obviously great free kick from George Grant to open the scoring but the other two goals, that is the difference for me Cam between being a, a team who is going to succeed and a team who won't Purely by following up on chances and sniffing out the chances and pouncing on mistakes. Oh, definitely, and I think it's it's
5: forward thinking. And I think you look back at Tranmere, you think even further back to um, to Colchester, and you think players getting into positions to be able to score them. Uh, obviously, Jose getting into position to chest his first one in. It was a very fast ball in, a very hard hit ball in if he wasn't there it just goes straight past him but he was there another one when CJ scored uh, just being able to think right I need to go into this position and it worked perfectly and it, it won us the game and same again on Saturday just that forward thinking right I need to get in position if he's going to spill it we're there to, to tap it in and the The second goal keeper did actually get something on it so that could could have done better but it, it went in and then obviously Granty followed up with that one it's just being in the right place at the right time and you see players in the past that just weren't quite not necessarily wanting it but just wasn't willing to put that extra 10% of effort in just to get that little bit further towards the goal, just to be there, just in case
2: it does rebound. Keeping comments uh, coming in on the live feed, uh, talking about developing players, Pete says, uh, Sweeney will improve under David Flickcroft, and so will CJ. The future is bright for our young players. Uh, Tom says, Flickcroft is the best manager we've had in years in terms of coaching and nurturing youth. Most of our own youth players have been involved in the squads. Uh, and Talking about uh, Tuesday's one-all draw at uh, Forest Green, uh, Roger says, Staggs, very lucky Forest Green, could have easily been three points, but I'll take the point. Uh, and there's there's, it, there's the the annoying thing, isn't it? Because I think as, as Flickcroft said in his his, his <coughs> interview, which we'll hear a little bit of uh, in a minute, a yard either way, half an inch either way, the width of Alan Hardy's Twitter picture either way, <laughs> and it would have been more goals, wouldn't it? Would work twice, and uh, Joe say he nearly did it again. He nearly did it again. I think we had
6: grants as well in the second half, and yeah. missed, uh, missed a missed a really good chance. Uh, it, fine margins, and um, in some ways, we should have saved a couple of the goals that we got on uh, on Saturday and used them at Forest Green. But that's that's football, you know. At the end of the day, it's a tough place to go to Forest Green. They are, you know, uh, we you sort of people look at them as a conference side. Well, at the end of the day, they're not anymore. Um, you know, they're they're a very strong team. So to come away there, away from there with a point. Was good, but that, like we said, it could have been a lot more just if luck was on our side a little bit more. And like, I say, a few inches to the side, and we could have had we could have been through up by half uh, by time, and it would probably would have been too much for Farish Green to come back. Another chance but, but, that were
5: really close was as soon as Getting came on, he very nearly stuck the ball in there a couple of inches away from the ball and it had been in and short yeah, yeah that, don't the
6: keeper, the keeper. Keep wishing a couple he of a inches away from yeah. his
2: face as well it yeah. been nicer but all oh. oh, the very best to James Montgomery as well he's, he was did you see, anyone seeing him he was on Sky Sports yesterday You doing a bit of a Skype thing was live yeah. on Sky Sports with half his front teeth missing blood pouring down still down his face and scratched up that's one of the unfortunate incidents in football mm. isn't it it could so easily yeah, happen to our keepers but he's took Predative, it really really yeah. well um, if, do you know what, if he does If he genuinely does set up a, a just giving page for new teeth, I took a quid in. Just, just, yeah, you know, pound a tooth, pound a tooth, it's why not? Tooth. Uh, more comments uh, coming in. Um, John says it was a harder game than the result shown on Tuesday with how physical they 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 were. Um, and Roger says Grant's chance in the second half had more time than uh, by the looks of it than he thought. Certainly was. I think composure and, and things like that do come into play but as we say a, a good point all around just very very unlucky let's talk a little bit about getting jones then uh, well, in fact we'll do that in a minute so if, if i start talking about that now we'll go off on a tangent i really want to get to the Flickroft bit because nathan's we for anyone who doesn't know if anyone's joining this podcast for the first time where have you been we've been here since last season uh, not literally on the show as in yeah, I don't know what I mean. No, it feels like it's I know question. it does sometimes. Uh, but we this season we have The Book of Dave, um which we are secretly compiling with all the best David Flickcroft quotes from across the season. We'll be and on sale at the end of the this season. Yeah, coming yeah, to all been, all bad bookshops. Um there was one which you heard on over the last couple of days or so, and you can't
6: remember it for the life no, of No, it, it's it? annoying me big time. Uh, it was in one of these, uh, the, it was the Grammy or the Forest Green post match in- interview, because I remember uh, sending it into our, into our group chat, but I can't remember what it was. Oh. I, can't, I can't find it either. I'm sure it will come
2: off at some point. Oh, well, um, that's it. It's, it, it's going to be... It's another going isn't it? It's Yeah, it was another belter. So we'll hear from uh, Flitcroft in a minute. Uh, a couple of people just joined uh, in on the chat. Uh, Matt says, uh, who do you think the Stake will sign today, if anyone? Uh, as we said pretty much at the top of the show, I think for us, I, I don't think any of us are really in agreement that we will particularly sign anyone with the players that we've got to come back. You've obviously got... Uh, if I was being uber critical, just to touch upon it a little bit, um, I would probably say maybe need to bring a centre-half in on a free transfer as a bit of cover. But you've got Murphy coming back in, you've got Gibbons out on loan, you've got Bish who can play there if and, you really need him. And you could tamper with their formation a little bit as well. So. And you could put Danny Rose in there as well. <laughs> um, so this, this cover in that area. So for me, I don't think I particularly would... Uh, on that one, uh, Gary says, massive Mellis fan, and he's been a world beater. But does anyone else think that since Grant has been uh, been on the scene, his performances have waned a little? What do you make of that, Nate? Do you think that Grant effects taking a bit of shine off our best midfielder who never gives the ball away? Inaccurate <laughs> 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 song. Sorry, Jacob you <laughs> I mean, like, you have done well this season. But anyway, I, I still think he's been playing okay, to be fair.
6: But he's not, you know, I, I think he's probably. We've said it in the past that he's sort of the player that likes the attention, doesn't he? And sort of wants to be the main man, and obviously now now he's not. Now Grant has come in and you could argue sort of taking his position a little bit as well. Um, so, uh, you know, whether that would affect him, you know, he'd like to be, I'd, like, I'd like to think not. He's, he's still been playing well. Um, and let's just hope he doesn't go back into that form that he was sort of you know, many months back. Uh, but. I, I don't know. Really. I, I, I thought I'd have to look at that one over the next few weeks to see. Uh, like I said, I First time I've really okay. thought about it as well. Yeah. To be
2: fair, it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting. But one, you that get one. that
6: when you bring in quality players, you do. <coughs> you know, you do. <laughs> one of the concerns could be upsetting one of the uh, <laughs> one of the new players. So that's that's a risk, and that's why I t- t- you know really wouldn't bring anybody else in. I don't think we need to. But I
2: found the quote oh good Dave can find the quote let's have a quote very quickly death before by we... 1,000 that's it death oh, by 1,000 cuts. oh look I'm going to have to write that my favourite quote by 1,000 cuts. love it that was obviously in relation to the Trammere victory I'm not going to hear about that if you want to listen if you want to hear David Flickcroft speak about the Tramere victory head over to mansfieldtown.net forward slash ifollow I do however want to hear and reflect on that one-one draw at Forest
4: Green, here is the Stake Boss, David Flickcroft. At one-nil, a team's always got hope, you know, and you've got to you've got to take that hope from them. And uh, we've hit the bar with the the, the crossbar with with Nicky Zedder, you know, that goes in to two-nil, and then the wonder strike by um, by Ty. It's a fantastic. <laughs> He's caught it perfectly. I just thought started dipped in and gone in, um, and then you know there's a penalty that we should have had. So, barring two inches, we end up maybe 3-0 up for staff and deservedly. So I thought I thought we we set about them. Uh, we we pinched it well, and we really got about them for staff. You know. Um, and then second half, they had a rally and, um, they moved the ball well, you know, they're different to most teams in, in, uh, in league two, they move it about brilliantly. Mm. Um, and they did, they sort of, they had nothing to lose almost. Um, and, and they, they pegged us back, but they got back into the game at one all. Um, you know, and then we, we did earn the point, you know, we'd really sort of, uh, earned it. We respected it, respected the point And, uh, you know, one defeat all season on, on the road is, is is quite impressive, and and uh, you know the lads have really dug in hard there for, for, to 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 get that one point, which uh, which is important. The effort, the togetherness of this squad, you know, coming down here again and um, and competing like they have done, you know, they've 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 given us everything tonight, and uh, you know we'll go on with an hard earned point. Uh, at, at a very good team, you know, they win a lot of games here. They are they're uh, they're, 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 a, they're a very good team, you know, and uh, it's. Sets it up nicely when we play them at home now.
2: Stags boss David Flickcroft reflecting on that one-all draw at Forest Green on Tuesday night. Um, keep your comments coming in. So I always want to hear your comments and questions. We've just published another uh, interactive poll for you to get involved with, uh, which is: Can the Stags go the distance uh, this season? This uh, is based on us not signing anybody this transfer window so as we are as a squad now nobody goes nobody signs window's done can the stakes go the distance this season three options yes the automatics yes the playoffs or no we won't make it Uh, get your comments in on that and get your votes in on that but we've just had a great question which has been sent to us on the live feed uh, from Matt uh, which says um, of all the loan signings we have who would you think would be tempted to sign permanent if we do get promoted. So, say the Stags become a League One club in the summer. Touch wood, fingers crossed, and all that promotion by a thousand cuts. Um, who? Which of the lone players do you think will be tempted to make the switch uh, permanent to the Stags and play in a League One side? Can? What about you? What about you? Oh, I think maybe Jordan Smith.
5: I, t- I think purely because I don't think he'd fetch as high a transfer. Fee as the others, maybe. Getting Jones to be about level or a little bit less. I'm not even but thinking
2: about him. Him at the minute. I think, I think he's
5: more just w- covered for White until White's back. Yeah. So I'd probably say Smith. I think he'd be the cheaper option than the others. So I think it'd be more
2: more likely to happen. So. I think you main main one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to it. Gonna put it to you in a different way. Of. Not us in terms of restricted by money and finance because I believe if the Radfords want something they'll make it happen. Lindsay Lohan will be at stakes again before the end of the season and guarantee it. Um, <laughs> but what if you were one of the play one of if you were one of the loan players? Would you be going to your parent club and saying, look? I think my time's done here. I want to go and sign for Mansfield as a League One club. If you're one of those players, which one do you think will be the most likely to to do that, given the the way they've performed so uh, far, excluding uh, getting Jones, because again, I think that's that's a different situation. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't. I've not seen enough from him anyway. I don't, you know, previously
6: before coming to us to know what sort of player he's like. So we'll see for the rest of the season what he's got to offer. So, but um, I mean, Jose, he's only got six months left in his contract, so um, he. I think it probably looks like he's probably going to be looking for another club obviously I don't know what the situation is with Charlton but um, so if he does well this, this you know this next six months obviously well will away from home so he's sponsored by the best sponsor in the world he is uh, and he did it
2: the post on, on he did it the post on, on yeah Tuesday,
6: so um, so I, I think he very likely could become a permanent um, but aside from him I probably would still say Jordan Smith at the end of the day it's uh I think, you know, he, he's a local lad. We know that. Um, I just think Forest at the moment they've got two excellent keepers in there. It's going to be very tough for him to break into that squad, even though he's a you know a good goalkeeper. I, I think sometimes you know in League One it's only one step down for him, and I think that would probably be a good move for, for both us and him
2: as a, as a club interesting that James in the comments uh, says why would you sign Smith surely he's only there until Bobby's But I mean for me I'd be looking at I, I don't know when Conrad's contract is up I presume it will be the summer I don't really think he fits in with Flickcroft's style of play yeah, I think he's got his him. age is, ag- <laughs> is against him um, you can probably say Bobby's is similar age th- as well but for me I will be looking at swap replacing Logan with Smith in the summer and then letting him and aleznick compete for that number one spot because then you ha- really have got two good league one keepers don't forget aleznick has played league one level before <coughs> when extra have been up there he's got league one experience smith's obviously got championship experience as you said nathan the local lad knows the club seems to be a good fit with the club so far on the way we play I think that says it all for me can you be looking to invest in terms of what you can get out of a player longer term Smith would be a good option to, to bring in and compete with, with a fit Bobby Elisnik oh definitely and I think the I
5: well, think the only, only real goal that you could probably say he could have done better was, was probably Yovel. Yeah, well, but other than that I can't really say he's put a foot wrong He didn't literally didn't do anything on Saturday.
2: I think again, the the Oval game was a case of we put him in too soon. Yeah, we needed one training session is not enough. No, definitely not. Sorry. But
5: you, you just think we that solid in defence. If you've got a good goalkeeper, it's great. But with the defence that we've got, we can get that relationship building and the confidence that they've got in him. And I think it just shows how much. Confidence that they've got in the keeper, and how much the keeper's got confidence in your defence. That the fact that Tranmere didn't even have a shot on target the entire 90 on Saturday. So it's either we're doing something very very well or they're doing something very wrong. And
2: I don't think it's the latter because they are actually a really good side from here on, on their day when they when they want to play. Um more comments uh, coming in. I'm just trying to keep up with them. Or uh, Matt's asked us to touch upon the, the butcher situation. You missed it earlier. Thoughts on him leaving? Uh, as we said earlier in, in the show, um, top heavy in that position. Uh, unlucky probably not to get his chances every now and again. Um, and then obviously it's freed up a wage and good for him to go and get a move probably was not likely to get in the position but he asked on the back of that would you have let Atkinson go over him um, I'll start with my thoughts no because for me Atkinson offers not only does he offer that league one experience if we get up there touch wood fingers crossed and all that but he also offers cover in the variety of positions can play as an out-and-out right winger, can play as an out-and-out left winger, can play right wing back, can play deep centre mid, can play attacking centre mid. In terms of the options and the cover he brings, he's more of a vital asset for me, Nathan, than what Butcher Butcher was. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really add much more. That's what I would have said myself. It's that
6: um, that, that that versatility and the fact that he can play in various uh, various positions, whereas you know Butcher. Probably can't. So um, I think if, if you know it probably was going to be between the two. For if you know if one going to leave, uh, I think probably made the right one. And that you know I, I think good luck to Butcher.
2: You know he's come in and is. It, you know, he's not been a bad player, and uh, you know, I do hope he could know have a good career. You were vocal on the Smith situation Cam so I'm going to come back to you on uh, this one. James asks uh, in response to what we said earlier: uh, Would Smith want to come and play second fiddle to a fit Bobby? Because I'd pick a fully fit Bobby Olšnik over Smith. What do you make? What do you make of that? I mean, for me, it's all <coughs> about having the character to come and fight, fight for a place, and make it interesting. Uh, definitely, I think with.
5: Bobby being out I could if Conrad did go in the summer obviously we're going to have to think we're going to have to sign somebody else in the summer as goalkeeper
2: anyway if Conrad does go so we'll be signing a goalkeeper no matter what and you've also got to think about just because the season's over will it be ready for the start of next season or will it be more towards September, October time well you think depends on his recovery doesn't it yeah definitely and he's
5: been keeping fit, he's been in the gym and he's been doing photo shoots today according to his Instagram and uh, you can see he's still keeping himself in the same mindset, he's keeping himself healthy and I think that's a fantastic thing so when he is fit, fit, like, fit from the physios and the, and the rehab uh, staff that he'll literally be ready to, like, go reserves, bench, match, if needed. So, I think that is a good thing.
6: think of it Think of it this way if you're Smith, and obviously he wants to be playing games and at the moment, I'd still like say would pick Bobby over Smith at the moment. he's still got a lot of time to prove himself that it could be better you know, we don't know what could happen for the rest of the season, but next season, normally, what you want to see in a in a team is a is two strong keepers, one older and one younger. And that's exactly what we would have. We would have uh, a Lesnik who's sort of coming towards the end of his career, and then we'd have a younger hungry keeper who's obviously got the bags of ability there, learning from him as well, and they're both competing. That would be a healthy uh, competition which we need that's surely better than having two you know, keepers uh, uh, you know, towards the end of their
2: career battling out. Well, we do one younger one in there. We're talking about loan signings uh, at the minute as well. And uh, Matt says, back to the subject of loan si- uh, signing loanies on Permanent. Uh, do you think we can afford Walker slash Grant? I thought Forrest were paying a percentage of their wages or is that just good business on the Radfords point of view? For me personally, I think it's probably a mixture Uh, of the two I think obviously Walker will definitely command a fee in the summer considering what he's done for us uh, this season but you think in in football like in business it's all about the relationships which you build and it seems to me at the minute and I, I hope I'm right and I hope this continues in the summer that the Stags have built up a very positive relationship with the board at Forest and I think if any club if any ceo and chairman and the team around them can do that business i think there's potential to see that there if we get money in from other areas there's potential that that can be spent and when you're in league one i personally touch wood obviously when we get there if we get there touch wood I don't think the Radfords will want to see us become a yo-yo team and be scrapping for relegation. They'll want to see us progress and build and stabilise. And to do that, sometimes you've got to and solidify. Sometimes you've got to put the investment there. So for me, to answer that question, my thoughts would be the money would be there if a deal could be reached. And in terms of the wages, I think this season, it goes back to what we said in October, Cam, about the budgets and the the differences because of what the predecessors left i think it's good business sense definitely and i think if say we could get
5: both on say another season a season long loan with a view of a permanent come the the following summer i think that'd be a fantastic deal as well because not only do we a not have to pay their entire wages which frees up budget to help the squad elsewhere as well but it also gives us that option that we we have got that player at the end and if they don't fit we don't have to have to take them i'll tell you what i am rooting for forest promotion
6: into the premier league yes here. that's what we could do Definitely. with because can you see walker and grant getting into the, you know a premiership side you know I, I don't think so So for their development
2: as well they'll want to they'll want to get George Grant back to League One as quickly as they can but they'll also want Walker to go and develop and get into a League One side so you know if if they've got a level up and we've got to level up it, it makes logistical sense I think certainly if we go up I think certainly
6: Walker could very easily come back on loan to us it's just whether it'd be a permanent but I, I don't think it would be a permanent unless Unless forests go up again, and they decide that they don't, they don't
2: need them. Very good point made by James. and I think we'd have touched upon this in, in a few weeks down the line, anyway. But um, he says, um, "I think we have to be careful of getting promoted with a side of low knees." If there's not going to be, if they're not going to be there next season, then we'll have to start over again. Interesting one that, obviously, because I think if you look on paper at our the core of our side at the moment, and this is prior to Tuesday, to what happened on Tuesday, the core players in that side at the moment, aside from Bishop and Pierce, is Smith in goal, Sweeney, Grant, Walker a say, give or take even though he's a sponsor player but those (laughs) four four of those five loanees prior to Tuesday were core players who you would want to see long term take away Sweeney from that because we've brought him now he's ours you've still got the three in Smith the the Forest three Smith Grant Walker comes back to it doesn't it If if they want him to develop in League One there's no reason we can't go and get him on loan again if not let's go and try and buy him the money and investments there
5: oh yeah definitely and I think if you look at it from Forrest's point of view they're going to be wanting to develop their players and I think what helps us so much is that Flick Cross willing to give youth players a chance young players a chance and I think just going back to earlier season Gibbo playing a couple of games Jordan Graham playing a couple of games uh, Jason Law Alistair Smith being on the bench and I think it, it, everything's just pointed in the right direction that not only are we building these relationships with clubs, but we're also getting just the style of play and how Flickcroft wants to play is what's going to be good for us in the future when it comes to lonely players from higher teams. The, the flip side to that, that question is,
6: um, if we don't go up, I think that's when the problem is about the lonely players. I don't think it's a problem if we do go up because... Like we've just said, you've got that chance of getting them again. But I don't think next season, Grant, Smith, Walker are going to be in a League 2 team. They're going to be League 1 or back at Forest, in my opinion. So if we don't go up, then we're left with, with a bit of a problem. Because then we've got um, you know five key positions, really, where you know all our five players, lone players, uh, well, all right, four, are starting players so we've got four positions there that we need to uh, to get real good quality in to then go again so obviously we don't hoping it's not going to be the case but that will be the, the biggest
2: fear for me interesting one on that we've just closed the vote on uh, whether the Staggers will go the distance obviously it does depend on where we are as Nathan says next year for where those players will play their football and um, 93% of you believe that we're going to get promoted in the automatic promotion places 7% believe we're going to get in at the playoffs none of you believe that it's not going to happen this season cross your fingers, cross your toes, touch wood lucky horseshoes, four leaf clovers Prayers and all that, as well, that we get there towards the end of the season. We've just put another vote live, which we're going to come to in a minute, but very, very quickly because we are running a little bit low on time. We do actually want to get to bed, not altogether. Uh, at some point uh, this evening, we all got work and stuff tomorrow Date as well, that, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Matt says, Danny Rose, you think he will be off? Surely he isn't happy being on the bench. Let's very quickly um, touch upon this subject. After what happened in the summer. I would 99.9999999999 carry on um, recurring say that he's absolutely going nowhere after what happened in the summer and won't want to go anywhere in terms of being ha- not being happy to be on Ooh. breaking news Manchester FC Danny Rose leaves to go to Chesterfield uh, can I punch him in the face <laughs> can is, I it just say, is it I acceptable mean, to punch well, a blind man in, in the face there. can no I do rather. that I'm One, just two, going back to
5: a point here Nathan are you from Chesterfield no
2: Let's I continue. believe he is he says he's on his Facebook uh, I, uh, no sorry can I continue <laughs> yeah, carry on after what happened in the summer I don't think he's going to go anywhere however um, there's always that niggling doubt I don't think he will in terms of him not playing I think he's got the opportunity I think he'll have the opportunity as the season progresses just because he's out of the side at the minute doesn't mean he's not going to get in and get a run at some point in the future, whether he plays in that cam role of just behind the strikers, whether he interchanges with a Jose, I don't care. Whether he plays at centre half, I don't care. I think he'll get his opportunity I'm at some it now. point. His opportunity is going to be Lincoln at home, one nil. Danny Rose. He said. He said it. Cam, what about you? Is it? Is it going to be a case of the maybe? The maybe not. What, what do you think? I'm not
5: sure. To be. I'm distracted by Twitter at the minute. Karen Raff has put on Facebook keep calm it's transferred deadline day uh, and then posted a picture of the holiday so is she hinting <laughs> towards something she do this, oh, know, she's not doing, oh, I'm not doing this to her best work. CEO ever mm, shit, oh she's awesome <laughs> that's, that's just that's just not that's like, like, it. on tender Danny Rose let's mm-hmm. draw a line under that please Danny Rose um, I'd like to see him stay but I wouldn't be surprised if he went in the summer
2: yeah, so now that's, some is irrelevant rest of this season is he going to be a match for a player yes or no yes Nathan yeah right move on uh, let's what was I going to talk about not got a clue mate I can't um, remember what I was going to talk oh yes right um, <laughs> end of the month uh, February just around the corner we've just put a new poll on our live feed uh, we've all chosen a player who we uh, have nominated for our own player of the month which is why there is an option to add your own Cam who did you vote for and why Ryan Sweeney uh
5: consistent performer uh, fantastic that he's got his new d- his permanent deal uh, just been really consistent and solid best defence in the league
6: Nathan who did you vote for and why? Um, well I wanted to go away from the obvious one uh, so but I went with Jordan Smith, he's come in um, in difficult circumstances really because we throw him straight into it and um, I personally feel like he's you know made any mistakes for any goals
2: anyway so um, he's, he's done well uh, my vote was for Neil Bishop because it's Bish he does what he does <laughs> um, bish does as bish does bish is always class uh, that was my vote and there's also an option for other in there as well uh, plenty of you getting involved in the comments already as well uh, roger says grant for player of the month Are we were going to include him he's in that well. but he's, he's not. He's only been here for two weeks it's two or so weeks so there is that one um, tom says tyler walker uh, and Roger says, Grant, has added an extra dimension to the team. Let us know who you uh, think should be um, the player of the month. Get involved on that vote now. Um, if you listen to the audio version of this, this is where you're going to get something a little bit extra. Um, obviously, this this week... In fact, now You're not going to get it extra if you're in the audio version. If you're watching the live version this as well, you're going to get it as well because you can because we've still got a little bit of time uh, this week uh, we saw the lonely edition of uh, Gethin Jones from Fleetwood Town here's what he had to say about why he wanted to sign uh, for promotion chasing Mansfield here's Gethin Jones speaking to I Follow stags earlier this week, keep your comments coming in on who you believe is player of the month. See
3: have seen how well they've been doing lately and I think it'll be a perfect place for me to get game time and get the experience and hopefully get Mansfield up. It was always the plan coming to start of December that I wanted to go on loan this January and had a few clubs sniffing for me but obviously as soon as I see Mansfield uh, were interested, I couldn't say no to that. I know the players that are here, there's big players that have come here and from higher level than Fleetwood to to progress to Mansfield Um, and obviously just wanted to come and play football Um, obviously seeing them doing well because obviously I know a few of my mates in other clubs in League 2 so I look out at all the results and then obviously seeing how well Mansfield have been doing Um, like you said an informed in-form side I thought it would be perfect for me to come here it's obviously a big positive for me as well to see that the manager wants to bring me in um, to obviously help them, and obviously it'll help me to get game time and the experience that I need at this stage of the season. Um, it's something perfect for me. Obviously, I'm, we're playing for something every every game now. It's not not like the club that I could have gone to and probably lead to. That's just playing for mid mid table or something. So it was something that me and my agent Defo spoke about. Be a perfect opportunity for me to come here.
2: That is uh, Gethin Jones speaking to I follow Stakes earlier this week after signing on loan from Fleetwood until the end of the season. Let's touch upon him very very briefly uh, indeed cover at right wing back um, came on at Forest Green with his first touch could have scored but ended up taking the teeth, keeper's teeth out Whoops. nice to see an attacking four back there and getting forward that is the signing that we needed in terms of getting cover in that area the question will be whether he is preferred over CJ and if so where will CJ go interesting question I I know that's what I do Slack <laughs> like
5: it a that's fragile oh definitely Um, I I can't honestly say I've, I've been that impressed with CJ the last two games maybe even three games so probably two games it. He, did, the buys, he did decent yes. at Colchester but I think he didn't offer all, the, I don't think he just offers that same, he doesn't have the same impact that he does when he's, more, he's further up the field, he's, he's normally the player that's left back in corners, normally the player that's left back from free kicks he spends a lot of time towards the back when we defend it he's not getting in the positions that he usually would so I think I would probably start him instead of CJ a lot more. But when it comes to playing CJ somewhere else, alternate between him and a Jose up front, maybe. Because Walker and Hamilton's been working well up front, getting goals, getting the results. Uh, a Jose Walker, work, Walker works well up front. So switch it up a bit a few games. I don't really see why you'd fit CJ in other than there because
2: it's a tough one are we in danger Nate, of undoing all the hard work we've done to get CJ to the level he, he has been at prior to the last three or four games
6: I think um, in the sense of playing him right wing back maybe yeah because uh, you know we, it's all plain to see for everybody that he's so much more effective if the pitch so um so for me I feel like we need to play Jones there but we've got to play CJ you know, he's, he, you know he's, he's, he's not one for the bench he needs to be in our first team we we know what he can do when he's on in form and on it in his most dangerous position so it's just like where do you fit him in that equation I think that's a headache we've got at the moment which for me like Cam said I think the only thing you can do is possibly switch him for a, a Jose I, I, I don't know I can't see where else he could go in in that forward sort of I don't don't know what formation you want to call it but you know the forward attacking players at the moment there's nowhere else for him apart
2: from a Jose position it's a very interesting conundrum to have Uh, John asks you Cam directly talking about CJ um, do you mean he's not consistent enough no, because he's been a
5: consistent performer all season. It's just been these last two games that I think it's more down to the fact that Haynes got injured, and I think that's maybe not his preferred position, and he's not not as effective as what he usually is. I think he's more more the point I was trying to get across. We we found CJ's best position and that was up front, and we've had to cover until we could find someone to cover Hayden's position, and I think we might undo all the stuff with CJ but we might also find him a new position we never know I don't, I don't it's not consistency definitely not because he's been by far one of it, the best players this season Roger
2: says CJ must play how and where is another is another matter entirely it's getting so that, saying, oh, yeah, that exactly. It's getting the place for him isn't it because it's so difficult but the thing is at the minute we've got this size who were on a relatively decent run and have have done so well but we've still got a hell of a lot more football to be played there are going to be players who are out through suspension injury poor form there's going to be games where we're going to need certain players to unlock certain things it's all about just getting the ingredients right at the right time isn't it Nath yeah and
6: that's sort of a bit why earlier I wanted to Talk about when we talk about the loan players. I want to say if we don't go up, and I know, I you know, I really, really, hope, I, I hope that we're not going to do the same as last year when we are going to be up there this year, and I, I believe we will. But like I said, there's like you just said there, there's a hell of a lot of football to be played, and there's teams around us that have been strengthening today and throughout this, uh, um, you know, throughout this this, trans- this transfer window. So, you know, we're gonna fantastic position at the moment but we can't take anything for granted there's so much more there's going to be lots of twists and turns and we've got some massive games coming up as well so
2: we'll another, let's see what happens another option in the CJ scenario as pointed out by Sam in the comments uh, is uh, will they be playing CJ on the left and dropping Mal what do no. you think Cam <laughs> says no Nathan no. well you
6: know, it's, well, it's a position that he could certainly play, but I didn't talk about it earlier because I just think no way you could drop Mal.
2: It's the only sorry, Matt, It's the only logical position, though, isn't it? If you if you if you, well, to unless, you state, unless you change the formation, unless you change the formation, yeah, yeah. And that's
6: that's the thing. Which which maybe we could do. I mean, I spoke a couple of weeks back where uh, I didn't feel like the three at the back was necessarily working out. I mean, we've done all right in the last couple of games, but yeah, sometimes we can we we can change it, and that would probably suit. CJ more than uh, the the current
5: Do you position is in th- anyway. Do you think maybe we could change it upfield rather than the back? Play the back three, the wing backs, but have two centre mids, and then go with three up front. With CJ on one of the wings and Josie on the other. Yeah, so it's very- Then again, that means dropping either Grant or Bishop or Mellis. Yeah, that's the issue. <laughs> Who would you drop out of
6: Do you like? know what?
2: I've, I've...
6: I mean, this man's yeah. hoping that we'll, we'll see a bit of clarity when Bishop does pick up his yellow card and that's when we'll meet we? yeah, it I mean, card. He's done it right. But not not it's not a matter of, matter of, of if, of a game, if it's a matter of a when. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. I just hope really he doesn't miss the county game, but the more we get closer to it, the more we're starting to worry.
2: Well, that's it. Really, really, we need, well, he needs to now avoid, if it's going to be two games, he actually needs to avoid getting booked the next two games, yeah, because if he, do, if he gets booked on Saturday, he will miss county. Yeah, yeah. so in, I was actually hoping for him to get yellow card, though, for his green if that's <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, that's it. That, that's uh, let's uh, publish the results on uh, our votes for player of the month. Then, obviously, a lot of you in the comments suggesting uh, Walker and Jose, but in terms of us and, and our votes, and um, the results are in. Ryan Sweeney's received 18% of the vote. Jordan Smith, 9% of the vote. 18% of the vote has gone to other, uh, which means Bishop leads the way on 55%. Bish does as Bish is, so to speak, but uh, we really need him to uh, obviously not get that booking uh, over the next two games so he does, doesn't miss the county game uh, in a couple of weeks' time. We're talking there though about obviously like CJ and things like that that is a, a huge huge headache but what a good headache to have and it's far better than having that headache of a chairman putting a certain <laughs> picture on twitter and then putting the club up for thank up god for I'm alive that's exactly we could there are worse things uh, to happen let's wrap things up then obviously uh, next uh, obviously saturday big game coming up don't be fooled by Maccusfield's position in the ta- table, Sol Campbell's definitely got them playing and, and got them fighting. There's the offer of kids going free, under eighteens going free. Obviously, need to pay an adult with them as well. Could that see a few more bums on seats? If you were appealing to to Stags fans, why would you tell them? What would your message be? Straight down the camera to, oh, to get know. them, uh, get them involved and get them to the one call stage. Got to be
5: galvanised. Uh, definitely had a club on the up and I think it's just testament to not only is it Flickcroft wanting to develop youth but also John and Carolyn see a, a similar thing and getting young Stags fans as a future in watch the team, we're doing well, fair enough Macclesfield, further down the table but it's still going to be a tough game it's going to be a very exciting game hopefully, some decent football on offer and d- people moan about ticket prices all the time how much it is you've got a free game come why not even if you're not a Stags fan come watch you might come back you never know Me? yep yeah,
6: I that
2: easy enough
6: no I think at the end of the day let's just hope that we create a good atmosphere as well I think that's you know if you're the fans who are watching this who are there week in week out let's make it a good place for these youngsters coming in uh, and make them want to come back get behind the team and hopefully the team do the business that way we, but well, they've done so many times this season and uh you know like i say happy environment and should hopefully make them want to come back again
2: it's like following churchill with um who's the other is the other guy just leave the name on my tongue martin luther yeah, king well, all right <laughs> no it's like following <laughs> a churchill speech with martin luther king and then dave comes in and says what you need to do is get galvanized and <laughs> kill people with death by a thousand cuts and be a sponge and be a teacher oh, and progress. Go uh, that's solidified uh, Prediction time, please, for the next game. Let's end this madness. Uh, Maxfield at home on Saturday. Under 18s go free. Go and get your tickets now uh, if you can and obviously get an adult with you. Let's fill the One course Stadium and get this support on board ahead of uh, a sellout trip to Knox County in a few weeks. Maxfield on Saturday. Prediction, please, Mr. Cameron. 4-1 2 Stacks Confident 2-1 two, 2-1 two, nice Nathan's gone 2-1 uh, It'd be a tighter game than 4-1 I think I think Maxfield are good I think we'll win it 3-1 Maxfield will undoubtedly score at, at some point But I guarantee you this MTFC will take a result from it A win, loss or a draw not for funny. MTFC Well done
5: thanks uh, <laughs> this is coming from the guy that's done Staggs and Macclesfield commentary just saying
2: you have done one man. yeah but it was game. from Barnet and not Macclesfield but it's still a
5: Macclesfield was oh, right. it oh, they for Barnet
2: yeah Come on, you should know my career CV. Uh, that is pretty much it for this week. Thank you, as always, uh, for getting involved in the comments. If you listen to the audio version of this, where were you? Every Thursday at 630 come and get involved with the live feed. If you want to find out more about what we do, check out www.ncfcmatters.co.uk. Uh, thanks, as ever, to uh, Nathan and to Cam. Simon is... Uh, off at the hospital at the minute with the uh, with the boys still and Harry. They're doing expertly well, and we've get, oh, we've got our fingers crossed that they'll be home in no time and at the one call in no time uh, too as well. I think that's that's pretty much it. Predictions we've done that we've done predictions. Just trying to think what what, what we've got left to do no that's it i think yeah no, let's just see what happens in the next few
5: hours really. this is yeah, oh uh, yeah of course yeah this, is, on, this, this is what happens. this is what happens craig used to script like not script but he had like a, a full sheet of notes no i don't know he's written just, down where editing. things graph of paper for editing Make everything's it. off the fly and it makes good reading listening sometimes reading who reads it
2: listening if you're reading it, God help you, if this is a book. But there you go. Uh, that's,
3: yeah. Sally, no, that's it,
2: as Nathan says, the transfer window is... The end of the transfer window is, what, I'm only a couple of hours away. It's coming up to 8 o'clock now. Shut, slam shut at 11. So it's only, what, three? three is that? hours. Three hours, good master. If I'm being precise, three hours and three minutes from slamming shut. Will the Stags be making any additions Will there be any departures? Only time will tell. Whatever happens, get yourself to the one-course stadium on Saturday as the Stags welcome Macclesfield. Under-18s go free. All the details you need are on mansfieldtown.net. Get yourself a ticket and back the Stags. Mansfield Town are on the cusp of doing something good. Whether it's a death by a thousand cuts or taking hope from the other team, we can guarantee one thing. We'll all be galvanised by Dave. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield really does matter. We'll see you at the same time next week, Thursday, 6.30ish, on facebook.com forward slash Matters. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you then.
0: way days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com
1: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time